Oof, the tip is uh, the tip is the tip is softer and more sensitive to pressure, Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Tech Tales. I'm Corbin Davenport. And I'm Evan Hirsch. And today we're starting another mini-series. We're talking about the Samsung Galaxy Note 7, which was that exploding Samsung phone from a couple years ago that uh, people like to make jokes about and then kind of forgot about. I, I do want to start, I want to rewind a little bit and talk about where the Galaxy Note series came from and how it reached the point it did with the Note 7 release. So the first Galaxy Note was introduced in October of 2011. And by this point, Samsung had already made a lot of Android phones. I think we were on the Galaxy S2 or S3, something like that. I think it was the two. Yeah, but the the original Galaxy Note kind of had two unique features the display on that phone was extremely large for the time. Do you do you want to make a guess at how large it was? Uh, it was probably like five inches. <laughs> yeah, it was five point three inches. <laughs> yeah, I, I I remember that being huge. So my memory of that time, right, was this was back when I was an Android person. You know, before I I submitted to the dark side. I had, uh, my dad had the original Galaxy S and I was, um, pining for an S2, but it wasn't on Verizon. So I got a Nexus or the Galaxy Nexus and, uh, mutual friend, uh, Quinn Nelson, YouTube tech reviewer was tweeting out something about this new phone, the Galaxy Note that was, that he was reviewing and it was huge. And he was like, this phone's really good. And this was at the time that Samsung was basically just releasing like everything to see what works oh yeah yeah they were they were flinging stuff at the wall to see what stuck yeah this was even before like the galaxy s was like an established phone series that 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 wasn't even really it wasn't even really solidified as their flagship until the s3 i think came out and samsung was like this is the android phone we want to sell to people but so like the galaxy note was very much written off as like just another one of their crazy experiments and they they had many others like they had one that was a lot bigger too yeah they had i think that was the galaxy mega yeah that's I think the one that's what they called it they yeah. had one with a micro projector in it <laughs> they had one that was basically like the form factor of a camera but yeah. it had smartphone guts in it which I, I i keep pushing for them to make another one of those because i would really like a modern one of those that i can oh, swap lenses on you mean the galaxy so, camera yeah that was such a cool yes. idea that was such an awesome idea if there was a Sony Alpha with Android on it, I would be so happy because I could just upload my photos. No, but go- going back, it's like, I remember that the Galaxy Note, everybody was like outriding it as this crazy, insane idea. But it was actually, I think the first person I remember who said, this phone is really good, you all are like not paying attention to this, was Quinn Nelson, who was like reviewing this thing. And it was because of that, that actually for my dad's next phone, when it was time for him to upgrade, he was a Palm guy. He missed a stylus. He likes like drawing and physical notes. I'm like, you should get the note too. So he did. And he was basically mm-hmm. a note fan all the way up until he switched to iPhones with the, um, I think the six plus. Yeah. The, the display was pretty big for the type. Again, it was 5.3 inches diagonally. At that point, the current iPhone was the iPhone 4S and that had a 3.5 inch screen. 
So that was a pretty significant difference. So there was there was the large display, and then the other selling point for this obviously was the stylus. Mm-hmm. Those two things were kind of unique about it. Besides that, it was running Android 2.3 Gingerbread, good mm-hmm. old Gingerbread. Oh, man. Uh, it had an Exynos 4210 chipset on the 3G model and a Qualcomm Snapdragon S3 on the T-Mobile and LTE versions. And this phone was almost immediately a hit. Mm-hmm. Before it even released in the United States, just in like South Korea and maybe a, a couple other countries around there, within two months it sold a million units. Really? This phone, like I said, was first introduced in October 2011. It didn't come to the United States until February. By March of 2012, globally, they had sold five million of these phones. So very quickly selling a lot of units. So Samsung started releasing new Galaxy Note phones every year. We had the Galaxy Note 2 in 2012. We had the Note 3 in 2013, Note 4 in 2014, etc. And then finally, in August 2016, we get to the Galaxy Note 7. So one thing I just realized, and you might be like, Evan, why is your audio so far away? Is I just had a mental flash and I just went to my closet and opened up a drawer. And in my hand, I'm holding a Note 2. (laughs) Because I just forgot that I have one stashed here. (laughs) Why don't you describe it to the class? Okay. Um, Paint a word picture for us because this is an audio medium. Right. Um, So imagine like the cheapest feeling device you could possibly think of. (laughs) Like listen to this. I'm going to flick the back. When you tap the back, the front vibrates. (laughs) It's... It's... uh, It's... um, (laughs) The camera is about as small as, like, a flip phone from, like, 2008. The um, stylus is almost an identical, like, it looks... The stylus is still pretty cool. Anyways, on to the Note 7. Yes, on to the Note 7. The Galaxy Note 7 was announced in August of 2016. They actually skipped the number 6. There was no Galaxy Note 6 because they wanted to sync up the numbers with the Galaxy S series. So, like, you'd have the S8 and the Note 8 come out in the same year, and that would probably make things easier for people to understand. So, this phone was very heavily based on the Galaxy S7, which had come out uh, earlier that year. It had a similar metal and glass frame to that phone. It had IP68 water resistance, which was kind of new and cool at the time. That is. In, In most countries, it had an Exynos 8890 chipset. In the United States and a few other places, it had a Qualcomm Snapdragon 820. It had 4 gigs of RAM. It had a 5.7-inch curved AMOLED screen. Wow, big. It had a 12-megapixel rear camera. It had Android 6.0 Marshmallow. Also, this was the first Samsung phone with a USB Type-C port. That was the one? Really? Uh, And what what year? That was 20... 2016. We're in in August 2016. So, kind of cool phone. And uh, what we're going to do now is watch part of the Note 7 announcement event from New York. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I think I remember this one. All right. Just Just let me know when to start it. Go on. Three, two, one, go. Thank you. 
And thank you, DJ. Five years ago, we saw a growing need for a phone that would let you do more. And when we introduced the first ever Galaxy Note, there was nothing like it. It was designed for achievers and pioneers, people who needed a larger canvas for their boldest ideas and a pen that could bring them to life. Now, as we've evolved, the Note series has evolved right alongside us, culminating with the astounding Note 7, a smartphone that truly thinks big. And this evolution starts with design. And with the Note 7, we drew inspiration from our flagship devices, starting with the S7 Edge. We wanted to add a dual curved screen, which has been praised for its elegance and its ergonomics. But adding dual curves to the Note 7? Not so easy. If you bend them too close to the edge, you risk cracking the glass. If you bend it too far from the edge, you reduce the S Pen's writing surface. We had to find that perfect balance to define that perfect curve. So using an advanced 3D thermoforming process with Gorilla Glass 5, that's exactly what we achieved. With dual curves and a rounded back, the Note 7 is thin and narrow with glass that feels like it wraps all the way around the device. And it's so natural to use in one hand you'll never believe it has a 5.7-inch screen. Of course, we can't talk about the Note 7 without talking about the S Pen, which has already transformed how we work and how we play. We wanted to make writing and drawing feel like using a classic pen on paper. So we reduced the diameter of the S Pen tip by more than 50% to 0.7 millimeters. It made it more precise and sensitive to pressure. I mean, I think it's awesome. Thank you. It's amazing. Of course, working smarter is not just about what you can do. It's also about where you can go. You should be able to take your Note 7 anywhere, even water. So our engineers went to work sealing the S Pen from top to bottom, creating the first ever note that's water and dust resistant. It's IP68, which means it can survive in five feet of water for up to 30 minutes. Thank you. It's amazing. The S Pen has always set the note apart. And unlike some companies, we don't treat key innovations like accessories. So you don't have to buy the S Pen separately, and you don't have to charge it before using it. The Note 7 is built for people who want to do more. And that's why we're giving you more. We doubled the base memory from the previous Note to 64 gigs. Yeah, right on. Now, you can carry more than 7,000 songs in your pocket. I mean, that's more than two weeks of continuous music playing. The Note 7 also has an expandable storage slot that supports a micro SD card up to 256 gigs. So you can keep your favorite music, photos, videos with you at all times. I mean, let's be honest, it's a ridiculous amount of storage. 
Thank you. We also improved the processing power and the battery life of the Note 7. Compared to the previous Note, the Note 7 is about 30% more powerful. And its GPU is about 50% more powerful. So you can get more things done more efficiently. But a phone that does big things also needs a big battery to match. So we gave the Note 7 the largest capacity battery of any Note we've ever made. Thank you. Of course, you know, we all run low at some point. So Samsung has led the way to bring you fast wireless charging. I mean, I love the convenience of setting my phone on the charger without having to fumble around with the cord. Or you can fast charge with our new USB Type-C cable. It's symmetrical, so you don't have to worry about plugging it in upside down. And it's lightning quick, but don't worry. We aren't gonna move to a next generation connector and leave you behind. Every Note 7 will come with an adapter that's compatible with earlier Galaxy accessories at no additional cost. Yes. Do you want to know what else it comes with? An audio jack. I'm just saying. I, I used to love watching these things. And... So besides maybe a little bit of a weird and uncomfortably silent presentation, does this make you excited for the Note 7, Evan? Putting, putting myself back in August 2016, Evan, I've already jumped ship and, like, you know, gone to the dark side of Apple from which I will never return. Putting myself maybe two years earlier, Evan, this is a dream Android phone. This has everything I want. This has a connector that isn't garbage. And I already loved the Note series as, like, a concept. This is around the time I still liked big phones. So if you basically released this and I wasn't already set on an iPhone, this would be my Android phone. No question. The battery, the camera, the hilarious, you know, parts where this man just pauses and like doesn't like say anything <laughs> for about like five seconds and no one claps. Like all these things absolutely sold me on this phone. So that was the reveal event. When the Galaxy Note 7 is released... It gets mostly positive reviews. I'm going to read a few of these reviews I found. Matt Swider for TechRadar said, quote, In an ideal scenario in which money isn't an issue, this is the feature-packed phone that is a top performer. It won't let you down in day-to-day -day use. However, if you don't see yourself using the S Pen after the one-month honeymoon phase or can't handle a phone with a 5.7-inch display, then stick to the 5.5-inch S7 Edge or the more hand-friendly 5.1-inch S7. They have the same bright Super AMOLED displays, specs, and cameras that haven't been beat so far in 2016. Quote. I <laughs> love the can't handle a 5.7-inch phone. I can't even find a 5.7-inch phone anymore. I've been rocking a 13 Pro this year. An iPhone 13 Pro. How big is that? The screen size... 6.1 inch. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, okay, to be totally, okay, no, wait a minute. This is, <laughs> oh my God. All right, I am freaking out right now. So the Galaxy Note 2 was considered a giant phone, right? Right. My 13 Pro is as big as it. 
I'm putting the 13 Pro down on top of my Note 7. I'm sorry, my Note 2. I don't have a Note 7. Please let me on an airplane. I'm putting my, <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting my iPhone 13 down on top of my Note 2. And it's basically about as big. That's the difference here that is is worth mentioning Like while we're making all these jokes is that the screen sizes are bigger, but they've sort of taken over the entire front of the yeah. display. And also when you when you measure screens diagonally, mm-hmm. that's not taking into account the fact that like phones are pretty much the same width as mm-hmm. they were at this time. They're just taller. Exactly. That this is this was a generational gap that smartphones made um, multiple years prior. Uh, Samsung kind of started with their edge to edge thing. They they're a display company as well. They really wanted to show that off in their smartphone portfolio. Um, and then Apple kind of like followed suit with the iPhone 10. And it was um, basically, so a lot of phone screens got bigger and the physical phones more or less remained the same. So my um, iPhone 13 Pro, 6.1 inch screen compared to the, uh, I don't know how big the screen of the Note 2 is, um, even though it's the same size. So screen size is not equal f- giant phone size. Right. So moving on to uh, Ron Amadio at Ars Technica, who I've met in person and is very nice. He said, quote, the Note 7 really does nothing to justify its $850 price tag. Compare it to a device like the OnePlus 3, which has the same SoC, the same amount of storage, more RAM, 6 gigabytes versus Samsung's 4 gigabytes, much better software and a more durable metal body. Have we mentioned you can buy two OnePlus 3s for the price of a Galaxy Note 7? The device only costs $400 with none of OnePlus's past invite system shenanigans. Apparently in China, Samsung is releasing a better version of the Note 7 than what the rest of the world will get. This one has 6 gigs of RAM and 128 gigs of storage, which would have done a little more to justify the huge price tag. Quote. Wow. My, my, man's, real, my, my man's really, really just said, like, for $100 more, you can get a MacBook Air. Like, <laughs> that's, no. Yeah. Uh, you, might be, you might be like, this man is nice, but you know what? I, I believe this man is a heathen and a Note 7 denial. <laughs> and uh, I'm willing to fight this man to the death, personally, um, off, these, off these outrageous claims. OnePlus was really, like, picking up around this time, 2016, right? Like, this was around... this. Um, well, okay. Tech journalism, when it comes to Android phones, is a bit of a bubble, right? Because, like, there's, it's, there's a lot of options, but everyone just buys Samsung phones, is really the way to put it. Is Samsung owns, like, an insane amount of the market, and LG was a pretty big phone manufacturer. It wasn't even enough for them. They shuttered that entire operation. So... Samsung basically was, is, and continues to be the behemoth in the Android market if you decide that you want to limit yourself to that Android market as far as phones go, uh, with the sole exception of China, or, or at least in the American market. Let's put it that way. The last review I wanted to mention was from Engadget. They wrote, quote, When I reviewed the Galaxy S7 and S7 Edge earlier this year, I was already convinced Samsung was operating at the top of its game. After using phones as well-crafted as those, I didn't think it would be possible to love the inevitable fall-up as much. I was wrong. The Note 7 isn't a perfect phone, it's expensive, and there still isn't a hugely compelling reason to buy into the S Pen lifestyle if you haven't already. Even so, 
by combining the updates that just went into the S7 siblings with a number of subtle improvements to the Note's design and software, Samsung has built its finest phone yet. The Galaxy Note 7 isn't just the best Galaxy Note ever, it's a strong contender as the best Android phone you can find right now. Quote. One small problem is right. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One more thing. That's kind of the general impression of most reviews is that the price is a little bit high and not everyone really cares about the S Pen, but on the whole, this is definitely one of the most impressive Android phones at this time. So the Galaxy Note 7 was officially released on August 19th of 2016. Not that long later is when we get the first reports of the phone catching on fire. Yeah. So for this mini-series, I'm going to cover some of the explosions that happened. Not all of them. There's just not a lot of reporting for most of these. Like, there's a certain point, I'll, I forget exactly where, but when Samsung has to, like, make an official statement about how many reports they've had of the phone exploding, the number is much higher than the number of reports I can find media coverage of or, mm -hmm. you know, social network posts or something about that. So we're not going to cover all of them. We're going to cover the um, the noteworthy explosions. Um, that pun was not intended, but I'm keeping it. That's pretty good. Thank you. So the first explosion that gets any kind of media attention was on August 24th of 2016. This is when a woman in South Korea reported that her Galaxy Note 7 exploded while charging, and it was charging using the micro USB to USB Type-C adapter that Samsung included in the box for the phone. Mm -hmm. So this was Samsung's first phone with a USB Type-C port. So to make this transition a little bit easier, they included a little adapter in the box for the phone where you could use micro USB cables and, and other accessories and, you know, just plug that into the bottom of the phone. The Korea Herald uh, covered this, and I'll, I'll quote their English translation here. According to them, the woman said, quote, My boyfriend's Galaxy Note 7 exploded while charging overnight. It has been less than a week since he started using the phone. I woke up by the bang and the smell of smoke, quote, which sounds horrifying. <laughs> this is pa patient. Imagine what it must be like to be patient zero. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know, the, the, the first in the global epidemic of people's phones exploding. Incredible. Honestly. There is a photo of this one, and I'll send it to you. It looks like I kept, like, cheese in the fridge. It does look like moldy like cheese. Yeah, it looks like moldy cheese. You can catch a glimpse of that adapter. Did they not include, like, just a USB-C charger in the box? Or was this just for... All, this was like an additional thing, so you could also use your old charger. I don't actually know. I would assume there was an adapter and cable in the box, because this was around the time Samsung was doing that for most of their phones. But yeah, yeah I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe, you know, the cable in the box wasn't long enough, and this person already had like a nice long micro USB cable. Yeah, but... I, I guess this is also probably for like, the adapter is good for, I don't know, maybe your car just comes with a micro USB cable that you can't like take out. Or all the weird accessories that right. need an adapter. Like I know, I know this was used with Samsung's like early Gear VR headsets because the first headsets oh. they made for those were yep. micro USB, so you needed the adapter. Regardless, 
Was, was this a problem because of the the adapter had nothing to do with it? This explosion, yeah, this, right? Yeah, yeah. So I I was actually getting to that. The reason why there weren't like huge alarm bells going off for this immediately was kind of like two reasons. Number one, this mentioned the adapter. Mm-hmm. Like some people guessed that like like you just did, like maybe the you know, power conversion in this adapter is maybe not perfect or something and maybe you shouldn't be charging devices at, at high speeds with this adapter. And also just the second reason is that there's at least a few reports of, of this kind of thing happening with almost every phone. If you do enough Googling, you'll find a report of like every iPhone catching on fire or something, or every Samsung phone catching on fire. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, when you manufacture millions and millions of these phones, even if there's like only a point zero 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 one chance that you manufactured the battery wrong, like that's still a handful of devices. Th- that's kind of why like the news reports about this first explosion are kind of like, that's not good, but like, you know, this probably doesn't mean anything for other people who bought this phone. So a few days later after this, there was another explosion on August 30th of 2016. This was another person in Korea that reported that their phone caught on fire while it was charging. The original source of this was a social media post that I believe has been deleted. I couldn't find it. But Business Korea quoted it in their article about this. They said, There was another explosion of the Galaxy Note 7. It was my friend's phone. A Samsung employee checked the site. He is currently in talks over the compensation with Samsung. At, at this point, I would assume that like Samsung's alarm bells internally are ringing, right? Yeah, probably. The the rapid fire of these events is what changes everyone's tone to be like, oh, something's wrong here. This this doesn't normally happen. Yeah. So that very same day, there's another explosion. <laughs> I I think I need like a like a sound effect for these explosions. Oh yeah. I'll find something good. Hold on. Okay. All right. Um, uh, let's do, uh, uh, (laughs) use this one. Okay. Send it. What is this? Super Mario 64 explosion sound effect. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. I'll use that one. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, back to the show, back to the show, Yeah. back to the show. So this report, again, was the same day as that other one on August 30th. This comes from another social media post in Korea. This one didn't mention if the phone was charging or not. That was the consistent variable with the other two reports. So again, that social media post, I couldn't find it. I think it's gone, but I'll read a translation of it. It said, quote, One of the female employees at our company had her Galaxy Note 7 burn up like that picture on the internet. It was on the company cafeteria table. She called the Samsung Service Center and 119, which is the emergency response number, uh, and they came right away to collect it. Uh-huh. So not good. Sometime between August 28th and August 31st, I, there wasn't a precise time frame here, but somewhere around that time, Samsung reportedly suspended shipments of the Galaxy Note 7 while it investigated the explosions. Mm-hmm. And then... Finally, on September 1st of 2016, Samsung officially announces a global recall. So this phone has been out for less than a month 
and it's getting recalled. Wow. Less than a month. So I'm going to read their recall statement. They said, quote, Samsung is committed to producing the highest quality products, and we take every incident report from our valued customers very seriously. In response to recently reported cases of the new Galaxy Note 7, we conducted a thorough investigation and found a battery cell issue. To date, as of September 1st, there have been 35 cases that have been reported globally, and we are currently conducting a thorough investigation with our suppliers to identify possible affected batteries in the market. However, because our customer safety is an absolute priority at Samsung, we have stopped sales of the Galaxy Note 7. For customers who already have Galaxy Note 7 devices, we will voluntarily replace their current device with a new one over the coming weeks. We acknowledge the inconvenience this may cause in the market, but this is to ensure that Samsung continues to deliver the highest quality products to our customers. We are working closely with our partners to ensure the replacement experience is as convenient and efficient as possible. Quote. Yeah. So yeah, this is the start of the recall on the Note 7. And that is where we're going to leave it for this part. And in the next chapter in this explosive tale, we're going to talk about more explosions. We're going to talk about how the recall went. And then we're going to talk about the second recall, because there's a second one. <laughs> there's a second one? How do you have a... Oh, okay. Let's let's go talk about the second What What, <laughs> what happened, Corbin? Please inform me. We're going to talk about it in the next episode, Evan. That's uh, what I just said. The next episode? The next episode. Oh, this is a multi-part series. It is. That's what I said. <laughs> I had to split it up somewhere. That's true. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Evan, do you have anything you'd like to plug before we get out of here? Follow me on Twitter. Please improve my ratio. At Evan Extreme. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Unlike the recall (laughs) process for this phone. (laughs) (laughs) Which we will cover in the next episode because this is a multi-part series, which I just phased out during Corbin explaining. (laughs) 